to episode 26 of Books Cubed. I am still dizzy and it is making me nuts. It's not as bad as it has been. I'm not um, five wines into the evening. It's more one glass of wine into the evening. And uh, I finally just am getting up and doing stuff anyway and uh, not driving. I have plenty of people who can drive me places. But uh, I'm tired of just sitting at home being dizzy, so now I'm dizzy in public. So if you see me, don't move too quickly because I'll probably, my eyes will move around trying to follow you and I'll tip over. So this week on the show, after a month of zombies, and I not only read um, the 15 Thrilling Zombie Tales last month, that one book, and I talked to four or five of the authors, um, I read a bunch of other zombie books and... I love zombies, but after 30 days, I was a little depressed. Uh, well, add to that that I couldn't go anywhere. And that really probably is the reason I was just a little depressed. So I needed something light and airy. And I had uh, one of my readers recommend Amarette Anderson and her Hillcrest Witch Cozy Mystery Series. And I was really happy to find it. And I really don't have much to uh, to talk about on my own work. I have, um, I'm still trying to get the next book out. My editor is tapping her toes and waiting for it. And I told her I'm finally back to writing again after you know, almost a month of, of being dizzy. I was out, I think, three and a half hours, two days ago, and um, I wrote a whole chapter. Yay! So I hope to have the book out. Um, my husband jokes about Christmas, and no, I told him, no, no, no. No, it's going to be out before the summer. But uh, I'm hoping now that I'm feeling better, that I can hit the uh, the coffee house a little bit more. I can't write at home. I end up just watching Netflix. Oh, I saw a great series with Idris Elba where he's um, a DJ, a v DJ, you know, with the records and stuff uh, at clubs. And it was really good. Jump Up Charlie, maybe it's called. Uh, if you have Netflix, check it out. Uh, it's Idris Elba. Oh, my God. What more do you need? And I'm sure I'm saying his name wrong. I'm so sorry. Um, so anyway, take a listen to today's show. And at the very end, there will be a drawing where you can win two copies of her second book in the series. The first book is free, but you can win a copy of the second book. And um, I have a specific question I ask that you need to answer to be entered into the drawing. So listen to the whole show so you can hear the... Um, the question, don't just skip to the end because you'll miss a great interview. She was a lot of fun. So we'll get right to it. Okay, and so I am with Amarette Anderson, and she writes this great series that absolutely saved me from horrible despair uh, as I've been on the couch for the last like 30 days with dizziness. She writes a series called the Hillcrest Witch Cozy Mystery Series. And um, her bio is that she writes fun, cozy mystery novels that uh, star witchy characters. So welcome, Amaret. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. And why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your series? Sure. So the series uh, takes place in Colorado in a little mountain town. Colorado is where I live, so I based it on the town that I lived in. Um, and it stars a character named Penny, who's a 27-year-old girl. Um, She's pretty much feels like she's a failure at life. Um, she kind of failed. Oh, hey, my dog is a guard dog. 
ferocious. Um, sorry about that. So no, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> she failed out of her first career choice was um, uh, being a police officer, and she failed out kind of spectacular in a spectacular way. And then um, she kind of stumbled along. She took some online training. She um, did what she could to get back on her feet. Um, her mom passed away when she was a teen, so she was kind of floundering. And then she found an an old book. Um, she inherited it, and she started studying it with her friends. And so the series starts with her kind of learning these um, spells from the book, and she learns about witchcraft, and she starts to get really into it. And um, and then her life becomes pretty magical. Nice. Can you go ahead and just read a sample? There are six books counting the prequel? Yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah. Just go ahead. Which, what are you going to yeah. read from? So I'll read from the, it's the third book in the series, and it's called The Case of the Desire Cell. Ah, there you go. Okay. So I have a little scene picked out um, that takes place when Penny realizes that her online certification for being an investigator is about to run out. Um, and she thinks that the, an instructor from her program is in town to, um, to kind of give her this exam to make sure that she's up to par with her skills. <laughs> so it's like a practical exam. And um, sorry. For the next two hours, Nadia Thomas leads me around Hillcrest, presenting me with potential PI scenarios as we go. I feel like I'm on a walking tour, except instead of the history of Hillcrest, I'm being bombarded with annoying questions at every street corner. Say you were at this juncture and you were tailing a suspect. When the suspect dropped, when the suspect stopped to wait for the cross signal, what would you do? Nadia asked. I would, uh, good question. I would walk up next to them and maybe ask them how their day was going. Thus revealing their, your presence, she asks. Well, I'm assuming they would probably already know I was behind them already. See, Ms. Thomas, I don't really tail suspects. I'm more of an out in the open kind of investigator. And everyone in this town knows each other, so it would be weird if I didn't start a conversation. I see, she says. She has a clipboard in her hand. She frowns as she jots down a note. Was that the wrong answer, I ask? She remains silent. Am I going to fail, I ask? Silence. The crosswalk flashes. Nadia steps off the curb and strides across the street. I hurry to catch up with her. If that was the wrong answer, can I try again? I ask. We reach the other side of the street. Nadia motions to a store on our right. Wagmore's Mar Marcy Benson's shop, and it sells all sorts of pet supplies, mostly focused on dogs. Suppose you were about to go into the store to interview one of the workers within, Nadia says. Name three items you would have with you before beginning the said interview. Oh, okay, well, I'd need to have a dog with me, maybe Blueberry Muffin, this cute little chihuahua that I know. I'd bring her in with me because Marcy, the owner and the only employee, goes nuts over dogs. I'd warm Marcy up a bit with small talk about Blueberry Muffin, and then Nadia is giving that frowny face again. No, I say. She shakes her head. All right, then. Three things. Well, I would need to have coffee with me. Caffeine keeps me on my toes. And if I was going to confront Marcy, I might want to bring my gun. You have a gun, Nadia asks. Have you been properly trained to use it? My ex-boyfriend took me to a shooting range a few times. That was after I shot him in the arm, and he really wanted to help me improve my aim. You shot your boyfriend in the arm, Nadia repeats. Crap, I probably shouldn't have brought that up, 
there's no turning back now. Well, yeah, barely. I mean, the bullet grazed his arm, really, and he's my ex-boyfriend now. I can see why, Nadia says. She's making another remark on her blasted sheet. We didn't break up because of that, I say. Not only that, there were lots of other things that went on, too. We broke up once, and yeah, that might have had a lot to do with Chris's bullet wound. But then we got together again, and things were going really well until... And then she totally gets off track. So I'll just stop there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which um which uh she tends to do a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> I think that's why I liked her. She's um she's fun. She uh she's not perfect. And you know, yeah. so often you read books and just the lead character is perfect and everything they do is perfect and they you know, they can't always solve the mystery right away, but I don't know, it's it's just not it's not fun. And, yeah. and the story is definitely fun. And um, I've read the first and I'm um, working on the second. I would have gotten a lot farther. I probably would have finished everything if I hadn't been so dizzy. So I can only read, I can only look at the computer for a small amount of time. And thank goodness I just bought a um, Kindle. So it's better than looking at a paragraph of time on my phone and yeah. having to constantly swipe, which makes me more dizzy. So cool. witches, what, um, what got you to write about witches? Um... You know, I knew I wanted to write a cozy, and I had written one before with a girl who wasn't a witch. Um, and then I was actually studying pretty magical books with a group of women that I meet with. Um, and the topics we were studying, we, we read all kinds of books together. It was a little group. Um, and we read all kinds of books, and then one was um, about witchcraft. And I thought it was an awesome topic. Um, and I started to look into it, and I found when it was when I started to think, wow, someone should combine witches and cozies, I looked into it and it was like this booming trend. So I thought it was the perfect time for it. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Hang on, I'm just gonna turn up my volume just a little bit in my ears. Okay, that's better. <laughs> um, yeah, if anybody was, if you're not watching on the video, I had to turn my volume up to my cochlear implants because I had it set really low because I was watching TV the last time I listened with them and I had to turn it down really low because it then it's too much in my head um okay so witches I, li I like the witches I like also that there's a knitting circle so that not only they're not only she's got like um what she's got she's got Marley she's got Annie and Cora in her knitting in her group with her and Annie owns the cafe in town which yep. got a really fantastic new name in the prequel <laughs> And what is the, I hate to say what it is to, so they have a fun revealing. So, um, uh, start with the first book if you haven't written any of the books yet, but she's got this knitting circle. So I like that it was, um, you know, sometimes you, you'll read a book and they're quilters or they're bakers or, but they're not only witches, but they're knitters too. <laughs> so I thought that was very nifty and they like to eat. You know, they're always having, somebody's always got brownies or cookies or muffins or something that they're pulling out of a bag that they've got in their purse, which is the way I like to go through life. <laughs> so, and she's got this great cat, this familiar. So how did you decide on, do all witches have cats? I don't think I've read enough mysteries with well, witches to know that. Um, I think that the idea of a familiar is that it could be any animal. And I think traditionally it is a cat in our, in our, about witches um, but a lot of the current books have kind of wacky animals you know like a bat or an armadillo or um, kind of funny things like that 
I ended up polling readers to decide on uh, familiars for each character as I went. Um, so Penny had hers before I ever had had readers. <laughs> so I had already written in her cat. And then I started talking to readers and we decided on familiars for the others. Uh, did readers help you come up with familiars yeah. for the others? Yep, they oh, said they that. didn't want they didn't want anything creepy like snakes or spiders or rats. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, cool! I can't yeah. wait to find out what the familiars yeah. are for each character then. And um, the cat is Turkey, and mm -hmm. but he has his own name that he wants to be called. So you'll have to read the book to find that out too. <laughs> but he talks with her telepathically. Mm -hmm. I like yeah. that. Now she's got in the first book. She's got a boyfriend. She used to be a police officer. Mm -hmm. and she kind of washed out there. Yeah, she, she tried to become a police officer, but she didn't even make it through academy. Yeah, and she ended up shooting her boyfriend yep. at the time, who was also, was he a police officer at the time, or was he already the yep. police captain? He was the captain, and he was training their group in academy, too, so it was a big mess. <laughs> yeah, this is good. She's not good with a gun, and you'll see that when you finish the prequel. She's not good with a gun at all. Um, let's see. What, what, what? Oh, um, okay. So I'm new to reading. I, I, I read so much, such a variety. Uh, the whole month of March, all I read was um, zombie books. So after a month of zombies, I was really ready for a lighthearted, fun change. So this was like perfect when I found your book. And the, uh, oh, I know what it was. Somebody on my mailing list sent me your book sent me your name and said, you have to read her book. I said, oh, fantastic. And um, so there are preconceived notions with the people that read Cozy Mysteries, just mm -hmm. like with zombies. There's preconceived notions. You know what you expect to find in that book. Now, does it make it difficult for you? Because I know as an author, I want to write things that are completely different and original, but I also write, at the moment I'm writing cozy, sort of cozy, but I have to stay within those parameters. Do you find yourself is it difficult to stay with those preconceived notions or do you want to kind of move toward more original, but then you might alienate the readers. So how do you deal with that? I actually really, really like it when I was learning to write. Um, so I like to do if I'm, if I'm doing like free writing or something for fun, I'll do like an off the wall, like short story or something for myself just to start getting crazy words on the page. But it, when I was faced with the idea of writing a novel, and learning about plot and structures, I studied um, romance plots and got the structure and the formula for that down. Never published them, but then kind of took that, like very, it was very, very structured and a, and a really tight formula, kind of a, that you followed to build a story. And that was so helpful to me because I realized that I could just write scene after scene and it would become a novel. Um, so I find it, and then when I did cozies, um, I think that like expected the, th the plot that the reader expects, you know, you want to have the murder happen early on. And like, there's all these like key things to hit um, really, really helped me when you're, when I was kind of trying to do my first mystery and, and still as I write, I really like, I like the expectations and I feel like I can still be creative and stick to what I know works as a kind of a formula yeah yeah and, and then that's um and it's what the reader expects i know um yeah. i can't remember who it was somebody i know 
writes about ghosts and she has something happened with the ghost and one of her reviews was, this is completely wrong because that would never happen with a ghost. <laughs> Which is too funny because it's yeah. a ghost. <laughs> How do you know? So yeah. I, I always laugh about that, but that's, that's so, 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 and that, that makes me wonder about reviews, you know, I mean, yeah, you stay within what they expect, but do you, do you read your reviews? A lot of writers don't. I try not to. I went to Goodreads once to do something to upload a new cover from a book and I accidentally saw some and I'm like, don't look, don't look, don't look. Do you, um, do you, do you find yourself reading or do you just ignore and, and just not worry about it? Um, I do because sometimes I get helpful information from them about, um, I also really appreciate my arc readers and I kind of want to know as they're going along what they're, what they're seeing and thinking that they took the time to write. Some of them write really long, nice reviews and I want to make sure I know their thoughts on the book. Um, and then I try to take their, the, any criticisms into, into account when I'm writing the next one. So early on people said that, um, some of the feedback was that Penny was kind of was annoying and ditzy and um, wasn't showing growth and she, you know, so I kept, I, I think her dizziness comes from her. It's the point of view of the story is really in her head. So um, her thoughts are scattered, but I think all of ours are kind of, if we watch our thoughts really. Um, but I did try to show that she was maturing. Like when I, started reading that like multiple times. I was like, okay, I need to show some growth for her so that people don't get tired of this. Um, so I, some of the, even if it's hard to take, some of the criticism has really, I think, helped me. Yeah, yeah, I suppose, yeah, I suppose that, um, yeah, you, you just want to be careful that if sometimes, you know, you get people that, that will write something like, I don't like zombies or something, and you're like, yeah. So why did you buy yeah. the book, you yeah. silly person? Now, you've written the series. There's six books. Are you going to write any more in this series? Yes, I have 13 books planned for it. Oh. Nice. <laughs> That's have, a good number. That's a yeah. good number. <laughs> they study a book called The Art and Science of Becoming a Witch, and there's 13. It's broken into 13 little sections, the book is, one for each um, like lunar cycle. So it's, the book is designed to train a person to be a witch within a year. So the ladies are studying one new um, spell a month. So I have a book come out with each kind of spell. I like that. And <laughs> do you think that readers can come in and read the book, the series out of order? Um, I, that was my hope at first, but it's not really working out that way. Um, I think that they're best read in order. I try to make everyone, at least the whodunit part of it, is um, a complete story. So you have everything you need for the mystery. But it's turning out that um, I've heard from lots of readers that they enjoy it a lot more if they've read the one that's done in I, order. I like that on Amazon at the bottom, you've got listed the order of the books, yeah. which helps so much. So often I go to look and I want to read the first book in the series. I can't figure it out. And yeah. none of the books are in order. And... Um, they don't have a serious page. Sometimes there's a serious page and sometimes there isn't. So um, yeah, that can be a problem. So, you know, uh, everybody listening, just start with the first one. It's, um, 
it's fun. It sets everything up and then you don't miss anything. Um, and you don't miss anything. So mm -hmm. I'm just making sure that I, let me see when you, oh, okay. So, so you, so you've set yourself up. So you've got the 13 books. Um, so do you have outlines for everything? Do you know everything that's going to happen or do you kind of, can you kind of, cause it sounds like the worst part is over figuring out what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> for me, that's like the biggest part of the book is writing the outline. Yeah. So, um, after that, I mean, what's the most, what's the hardest part of getting these books out for you? Yeah. I, sometimes I come up with a story idea and then I write an outline and then I'll start, um, kind of plowing through a first draft. So that's me. That's feels like the most challenging work. Like the most, um, I have to get like all my energy and like focus and, and it kind of, I have to write, um, daily because if I take a couple of days off, then I start to lose, I lose momentum with the story. So it always feels like this, like sprint <laughs> to write the first draft. And I also find that as I'm going with the draft, then I have to go back to my outline and say, okay, now um, I have to, it's taken me four chapters to get to this plot point instead of two that I wanted or whatever. Um, so I have to revise the outline as I go. Um, yeah. Have you got a big chart on your wall with who's who? Cause it's a small town and there's, I mean, it's not a huge town. There's like, what is it? The good restaurant and the bad restaurant, the good place and the bad place. And there was one other place doesn't get mentioned at the end. Oh yeah. I never go there. So I never think about it, but it's a small town, but you've still got all these characters that you can't remember who, I mean, you can't forget who they are. So if you've got a big chart, like a, I have a big chart, Google doc. So I try to keep notes all in one document. Um, I really want to make a map because that's been the hard part. I have her going down east on this street and then north and blah, blah. So I'm taking her right here. And I want to make sure from story to story that she's on the right street. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maps. Uh, yeah, I, I like maps. Um, I've got a map in my book to show all the places because she, she doesn't remember the name of anything ever, my character in my series. So she makes up names for things. And so there's a map in the very beginning showing all the places in, that she goes to, with all the stupid names that she's come up for them, which actually helped me because I've referenced that several times to go, now where the heck is that one spot? And how do I get it? Okay, I got it now. Um, and uh, unfortunately, each one of my books takes place in a different city. So yeah, probably not the wisest decision I made when I decided to, um, to do this. And it's all kinds of things I did wrong that I'll do differently another time. So, um, okay, now we talked about that. We talked about that. Okay, so now when you're done with when you're done with Penny and her friends in the thirteen books, mm -hmm. do you have an idea for the next series that you'll work on? I do. I think I I've been talking to the readers on my list a little bit about. Um, werewolves, female werewolves. So I want to have a female werewolf protagonist and she's going to live in like a kind of matriarchal, I think I'm saying that right, um, werewolf society in, in one of the realms. Because in my books, there's kind of five realms. And so I'm going to move the next series, I think, into off of the earth, <laughs> the earth realm and into another one. So kind of just branch out in the world. Oh, that's right. Because now the book that Penny finds in the beginning is a book on witchcraft. I forget. What was the title again? Do you remember? The Art and Science of Becoming a Witch. 
That's right. And there's five realms. So mm -hmm. you could actually do a series in each of the realms yeah. and then have the entire thing fitted together. So it's all one world, yep. which is fantastic because then you don't need to come up with different pen names because anybody who reads these ones will want to read all the different realms. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, is there a crossover between werewolves and witches? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you'll find, you'll find out. To find out because you know because in this world and the way you write it i would probably read at least the first one in the different realms just to mm -hmm. see if it was going to be something and you know you could even have like a box set of the first book of each one of the five realms oh yeah i like that you know? and that way they could get the box set and read the books and whatever they like then it would send them to whatever series yeah i love you know? that so that's, that's a possibility there <laughs> i love it so do you, how often do you put out a new book? Is it, is it one every few months or? I do one a month. This last month I put out a box set, so I didn't write one, which was a really good thing because um, I needed more time with, uh, with book six. <laughs> so it was perfect timing. Have you thought about doing, I know some writers write all the books and then put them out you know, rapid release, like every two weeks. Yeah. I Which, would you love know, you got to hope that if you write more than three, that they'll want to read past three, if you do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because you want to know as you win. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it's, I, I know somebody that's holding, I think six they have, and they haven't released any of them yet. And I thought, wow, I would yeah. have released at least three. To see what the response was. To see if there's any response. And if yeah. there is, you release the fourth one, and then you start writing something new. Yeah. Just in case nobody likes it or it can't find an audience. I agree. Yeah, that would be tough. That would be tough. So do you, um, do you, what part of the country, are you in the United States? Yeah, I'm in Colorado. Colorado that's right, Colorado. Yeah. You said that. Okay, so you're in Colorado. Do you go around and can people find you at book fairs or do you just sell, do you just sell online? Um, I'm just selling online right now. Just on Amazon, actually. Yeah, do you think you'll do book fairs? I mean, some people do, some people don't. I'm not uh, a big fan I, of them. Yeah, I, I'm open to it. I guess I'll see, um, see, where, see where this takes me. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> it's probably a good way to do it. Do you, yeah. um, God, it almost sounded like the audio changed. Let me just make sure. Okay, just making sure the audio wasn't doing anything weird because I won't fully know until we're done and I listen. Mm -hmm. um, what was I going to ask you? Oh, okay. So the next book right now, there's six out mm -hmm. counting the prequels. So book seven, when will book seven be out? So the next book is going to be called uh, the case of the voice spell. And that's going to be out on April 26th. Ah, yeah. April 26th. So that's <laughs> very soon people. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Okay. So I haven't done a giveaway in forever on this show. So let's see. The first book is free, right? Yes, it is. Okay. So unfortunately, we probably should have timed this with your new book being out. <laughs> okay. So leave a comment in the show between now and April 26th. And I will pick two people and we'll send them e-copies of... The first two, you can buy the first one, but I'll send the second one. So I'll send you an e-copy of the second one. So for the first, so leave a comment and follow the link in the show notes 
so that I can find your comment. Because people comment, you know, when they listen on the podcast, they comment on the podcast site. And then I don't know to go and listen and go and read those there. And I know there's yeah. a way to probably do it. I'm just not technically enhanced. I have no technical whatsoever. <laughs> so, I mean, I write with, I write a lot of times with pen and paper. So wow. I quilt by hand. So it's, um, <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm not good with machines. So yeah, between now and the 26th, and this will go out on next Thursday. No, this Thursday, which is the 11th. So between the 11th and the 26th, you got two weeks. Make a comment. Tell us something about, have you read the book? Do you like it? Do you want to read it? If you read this realm, would you be interested? This is the question. So if you're going to read the books, there's five realms in this series. So this is the earth realm, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So would you be willing, you've read about witches in this cozy mystery. Would you be willing to read about maybe werewolves in a different realm? And what realm would you put them in? They would be in the water realm. The water realm? Okay, yeah. so would you read a series that was about <laughs> werewolves? It would be still cozy mystery, right? Yes. So yes. it's still cozy mystery. So would you do that? Would you be interested? Would you, would you follow her to the different realms and the different, the different um, types of characters? So that's the question. So leave an answer. And then I'll, we'll do, I'll do two, I'll pick two people just randomly. I'm going to toss you in a hat, pick out two, and you'll get an e-copy of the second book in the series, which means you got to, the first one's free. So grab the first one now anyway. There's no reason not to have it. Mm -hmm. So um, anything else you want to tell everybody about? How can they find you? Well, the book that's free, I actually called it the prequel. It really sets up the basis for the story. It's called The Case of the Love Spell. And I would say that's the, the um, even though it's kind of the, the first book that I wrote in this series, I'm calling it the prequel. That's the one that's free. Um, and then book number one we get to is the case of the power spell. And book two is the case of the vanishing spell. So it kind of goes on for there. But that, pre that prequel is an awesome one to read first. Um, and that's the one that's free on Amazon. Okay, cool. And do you have a newsletter? I do have a newsletter, yeah. Um, I am... I send out, I actually do cartoon, like drawings for my list. I draw um, some of the characters in the book and some of the scenes. Um, so I like to send those out and puzzles and stuff like that. So I'm on, um, if you look up my author profile on Amazon, so if you just click on my name, Amaret, that should lead you to a place where you can join my mailing list. Okay, great. And I'll put links in the show notes too. And you're also on Facebook. Yep. So people can follow you on Facebook. And I saw you had yeah. your drawings and things listed on there too. Yeah. So there's plenty of places you can find her people. Uh, you need to read it. It is called the Hillcrest Witch Cozy Mystery Series. There are six books. And I think the five of them are in a box set. Yeah, correct. Great. So five are in a box set. So you can get them for a discount price. You can get all the books. So I highly recommend that. And, um, and that's it. And uh, thank you so much for coming and chatting with me today. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. It was fun. Thanks, Emirate. Go down to the show notes. Click on that link. Answer the question that I asked in the show. And I will take all those names. I'll toss them in a hat. I'll draw two and you'll win uh, one free copy of 
the book book two in her series. So the first book is free. You'll get a copy of book two. So you'll be all set. And then you can get the next, I think it's five. So also in the show notes, you will find a link to her newsletter and her Amazon page and her Facebook page. So she has a fun Facebook page. She asks a lot of questions and chats with people. And she gives away stuff on her Facebook page too. So go join that. And that is it for this week. I think that's all I've got. Uh, don't forget to comment. And um, I will see you all next week. And in the meantime, go read a good book. <laughs> <laughs>